0: Hello everyone, welcome to Leadership Talks. I'm your host, Kiran. I'm a leadership communication coach with Leadership Card. Every week on Leadership Talks, we invite a guest to share their leadership journey. Today, on the eighth episode of Leadership Talks, I have the privilege of having Dr. Lee joining us all the way from sunny California. Dr. Lee is a psychologist, executive coach, CEO, founder of Life Management Systems, along with being a fellow John Maxwell coach Trader. It's a privilege to have Dr. Lee here, and let me invite Dr. Lee on the stage.
1: Good evening, Karen.
0: Hello, Dr. Lee. Thank you so much for joining us on Leadership Talks. It's a privilege to have you here with us today.
1: I am excited to be here and share some thoughts and information and uh, to be with you and your listeners.
0: Absolutely, thank you so much for this. Dr. Lee, before we even start this show and start talking about leadership, a topic that both of us are passionate about, why don't you share with our viewers a little bit about yourself?
1: All right, thank you, Karen. I have been a psychologist for over 30 years and also a executive coach for over 25 years. And I'm the founder, as you indicated, of Life Management Systems. Uh, where my team and I specialize in executive coaching and team building and organizational development. Uh, and my full name is actually Dr. Lee Stoltzfuss. and that's a good t- <laughs> tongue twister. Um, and in German, it means proud foot. So Stoltz is proud and Fuss is foot.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Lee. I am going to avoid saying that tongue twister. I will be addressing you, Dr. Lee, throughout the show.
1: That'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it
1: it actually is a very common Amish and Mennonite name uh, here in America. So my ancestors came over here for uh, uh, political and religious freedom a couple hundred years ago
0: wonderful thank you so much for adding on all this about yourself so that our viewers know exactly about your name your heritage and what they stood for mm-hmm. so now we're talking about um Uh, Leadership, and you've been uh, uh, working with executive coaches, uh, working with executives, both as a psychologist as well as as an executive coach. And now, as we both are with the John Maxwell team, we all it's all about leadership. So, Dr. Lee, what is your understanding of the term leadership?
1: Well, Given all my years of, of experience, I've concluded that leadership is influence, uh, okay. impact on others, and it's not just any kind of impact or influence. It's a positive influence on others. So leadership is uh, focused on developing the people we interact with and we lead uh, to mm-hmm. become the best they can be.
0: That's so that's, is. that's
1: my yeah. that's my perspective on on leadership.
0: Yep. And and when we talk about influence, as uh, John Maxwell says, leadership is all about influence, and you've said the same thing. So what is your style of leadership that you advocate or you talk about? And as I've read a lot of your blogs, um, on LinkedIn, as well as your blog posts, it's, you talk a lot about servant leadership. So would you be able to elaborate a little bit more about what do you mean by the power and the value of, uh, of uh, servant leadership?
1: Sure, I'd, I'd be glad to. Uh, servant leadership, if you're a servant leader, you have a consciousness and awareness that you want to help the development, the progress, the success of all the people you interact with mm. not just the people you mm-hmm. lead, but particularly the people you mm-hmm. lead. So that's mm. that's pretty that's pretty exciting because mm-hmm. what it means is as long as we're alive and we're interacting mm. with others, every one of us is a leader uh, because right. we can we can influence and impact others at, at home, at work, uh, at school, in the in the community, etc. So that's exciting to right.
0: me. Right, yeah. and then uh, why don't you tell us about uh, if, if uh, organizational leaders had to take in servant leadership as a principle that they wanted to apply, what would be the things that would, what, how would they be applying servant leadership in their style of leadership?
1: I think they would be focused on their people and their, their, their process, not, on, not just on their own identity or their own ego, their own success. And, and of course, there's kind of a paradox here because if, if you're a servant leader, you, you, you don't do it just to get gratification, but ultimately you do because the, if you develop the people, if you make sure they have the resources, the energy, um, the tools and so on to do the job, they're going to be successful and that's going to be good for your clients, your customer. and and more than likely for the community at large. So ultimately you do benefit, even though you're not um, shining the spotlight on yourself as much as perhaps some other leaders are. You're you're shining the spotlight on the people you lead.
0: So it comes back to that whole concept that leadership is not about position, uh, position, And uh, it's all about influence and it's about influencing and empowering people. I mean, just like what John Maxwell says in his uh, book on um, irrefutable laws of leadership, that the best place for a leader isn't always at the top. And it's not always the prominent or the powerful place. It's the place where he or she can mm-hmm. best serve and add value to other people. So yeah, that, that would be, so in so when, when you talk about serving leadership with your clients, that's one aspect of it. And how do you ensure that they are now applying it at the workplace, this particular style of leadership, the application part about it?
1: Sure. Well, well, uh, I, I can't guarantee they're going to apply it, but I can encourage them and support them in that direction. Uh, and, and and so with a discussion of the philosophy of servant leadership and what they're trying to accomplish, I can coach them to be more attentive, more aware of, more conscious mm-hmm. of, of their mm-hmm. of their relationships. You know, um, leadership is based upon positive influence and that's based upon positive relationships now i want to point out something i think that's really important is that servant leadership a lot of people think of servant leadership if they haven't heard of it before they don't they don't know much about it as kind of um weak uh or or uh touchy-feely touchy-feely or you have to be you know you have to be a real spiritual person to do it but that's not really true um because Mm -hmm. you want to hold people accountable In the relationship, it's not just a a nicey, nicey kind of arrangement, but it's it's a Mm -hmm. it's a it's a mutually responsible, mature relationship that you want to develop with those uh, that you lead, that you work with and that you live with.
0: Right. So when you look, when we hear the word servant itself, it just p- puts it in that hierarchy that the servant is always at the bottom. But mm-hmm. actually, servanthood is really an attitude, and if a leader is able to bring that into that whole relationship and build people in that relationship, it can be quite a powerful. Um, act of uh, leadership that someone uh, we can why don't you tell us a little bit about how did the servant leadership uh, originate because many of our viewers might be new to this leadership uh, concept
1: mm-hmm. well i think you'll find um ancient and historic uh examples I, uh, most spiritual practices have some um uh, version of the of the golden rule uh, mm-hmm. Do unto others as you would have done unto you, and so that mm-hmm. would you might find that to be the, the foundation. Uh, so you, you could you could look to great leaders, uh, including Jesus and um, um, Francis of Assisi, and, and others. Um, in in more modern times, you have a couple great examples of uh, Mother Teresa and founding mm-hmm. the, the, the Sisters of Charity, uh, which mm-hmm. which was to serve the poorest of the poor. Uh, another n- another great example would be Martin Luther King, who wanted mm-hmm. to bring uh, equality and 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 social harmony and justice to America and e- even to the into the entire world. Uh, but there are there are corporate examples too. Uh, right. And yeah. So if I, maybe I should share some of those as well. Uh, Absolutely. One, yeah. Good. One one of those would be Herb Kelleher, the founder and. Uh, chairman of uh southwest airlines and then yes. the, and then the the president that he appointed uh which is colleen barrett uh and th- they are definitely servant leaders and in fact colleen has written co-written a book with ken blanchard called lead with love and okay. uh that love is spelled l-u-v which i think is really cool because l-u-v is the ticker symbol symbol for southwest airlines so no. so, so they so they, That's they, true. Yeah. That's
0: true. Yes. Yeah, yes. Very definitely. true. In fact, I was uh, seeing that some of the other um, organizations which have very servant, uh, which were very servant leadership led are like Starbucks. And uh, Ritz Carlton are some of the other examples, which are very people centric, and they are modeling Mm -hmm. the servant leadership behavior and the values uh, by empowering the people in these organizations. So these are also other examples of the servant led uh, leadership uh, organizations, which are which are inspirational to many.
1: Sure. there's other there's other information. I think that's really interesting. And that is uh, one of the research articles I read was out of the top 100 best companies to work for, 64 of them either overtly or indirectly modeled uh, servant leadership. So it it looks like that makes for people to be uh, happy and fulfilled and productive as well.
0: I think a lot of organizations, especially in this pandemic, are also working towards they're mixing different styles of leadership, especially Mm -hmm. the positive leadership styles. And uh, and the positive leadership styles, it's also about uh, Giving that positive energy, I had actually talked about in a book that I recently edited, which is the Leading Through the Pandemic. It's about positive leadership and under positive uh, positive leadership does also come servant. I mean, one of those uh, is also servant leadership. So when when uh, when different um, leaders are mixing these different leadership models, which is all about the people and thinking about how they can help them. In, and help them either grow, help them uh, succeed, or help them with their pains and pains. I think that those leaders and organizations are way more successful when, instead of those who are thinking just about themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I I, right. I I I totally agree, and I've, I've definitely seen that in some of the organizations that I've worked with, uh, where the the uh, CEO, the owner, is quite. Uh, Generous and magnanimous, and 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 uh, he's got a lot of happy, productive people working for him, or she does
0: in mm-hmm. some cases. Ah. Absolutely. In fact, I was just looking at also this whole concept about uh, servant leadership. It's all about the small acts of kindness. It's not always the big things. The small acts of kindness that organizations are probably doing, especially in the pandemic,
1: mm-hmm. that uh,
0: there could be different kind of things that organizations are doing, whether it be, it's about providing them, just ensuring that people actually have those jobs and not mm-hmm. retrenching could be right. an example of uh, keeping people happy and keeping them feeling safe and giving that mental peace.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and managing uh, either hybrid teams or remote teams definitely requires the, the leader to be available, to be interactive, to be connected, to uh, be relating to the team. So that, that and, and where that hasn't happened, there's been a lot more um, uh, frustration and disappointment and lack of success.
0: Absolutely. In fact, I w- that's an article that I was reading of yours, which talked about the remote, le- uh, remote uh, how uh, how uh, leaders are working. Servant leadership works in remote settings too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the, from there, uh, Dr. Lee. Let's move forward to your um, as you are CEO, founder of the Life um life management systems why don't you tell our viewers a little bit more about your life management systems and how have you been implementing this system with your clients
1: thank you thank you very much karen well life uh stands for it's an acronym so there's periods after l and i and f and e so that's the the model that uh my organization and i use to transform leaders and uh teams through the application of the model and of the principles of servant leadership leadership. Okay. So uh, perhaps I can break it down a little bit. L is learn. So that's where we want to learn as much as possible about the person that I may be coaching or the team I'm Mm -hmm. working with, or some cases, the whole organization. And then, and then I, I is, we want to implement some strategy, some process, some change, some new behaviors which we Mm -hmm. believe based upon the learning is going to advance the organization. Uh, And then Mm -hmm. then we have the F, which stands for feedback. We wanna observe and gather data about the impact of the changes that are being implemented and made. And then finally we have E, which is evaluation. We wanna evaluate that feedback, see what's working, what may not be working, how to fine tune the implementation phase and the innovation phase and um, and and drive it home for continued con- continued process improvement, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's actually very similar. If uh, for the leadership card, the K stands for knowledge, A stands for accomplish, R stands for reflect, and D stands for develop. That's what leadership card stands for. So it's Beautiful. about Exactly, learn, implement, feedback, and evaluate. It's, it's knowledge. We start with the knowledge of it, come, right. accomplish. Then you reflect on it, which is all about the feedback, which you have to be getting. Right. And then you develop on that. Is it, you evaluate, develop, and keep continuously keep working on this model of self-improvement. That's all what leadership is about.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That, that's really uh, that's really neat and uh, a lot of fun to see the similarity between. Uh, your your ah. acronym and mine, yeah, special.
0: <laughs> Very nice, thank you. So, Doctor, so Doctor Lee, no, normally when you have uh, when we talk about uh, in in your um, life model, I mean, each one of them has a place. Is it uh, is it always uh, is it systematic? Is it uh, linear, or you can the the clients work? It could start from any phase of it. In the uh, I, L I, I F E. Sure. Yeah. I guess it,
1: I guess it could hypothetically start at, at, at many of the phases of the four phases. But the mm. the learning is what I call connecting. It's uh, it's building rapport and it's, it's building a relationship, a working relationship with the individual, the team or, or leaders in the organization. So I, I really put a, a, a lot of emphasis on learning as much as I can about the people that I'm going to be working with, where they're at, where they want to go. Uh, and how they think they can get there.
0: Wonderful. So with that, uh, Dr. Lee, what would be your one core message that you would like to give our emerging leaders?
1: Uh, great question. What I think is really important is that uh, leaders at any stage of their development should make leadership a priority, a conscious endeavor, um, and, and and not take it uh, lightly, but take it very seriously. And, mm-hmm. and so, if they do that, that means they're going to be uh, doing a number of, of things. They're going to be reading and learning more about themselves and about uh, business, and particularly about leadership. Um, right. and, and they're 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 also probably going to be um, uh, maybe taking courses. They're going to be uh, watching things on YouTube that could be helpful. Um, and they're they're going to be they're going to be enriching them themselves. Uh, mentally and and uh, maybe emotionally as well, um, and they also need to be connecting with their people uh, and connecting right. with others throughout the organization. Uh, you know, connection is power. That's what's going to help them um, advance uh, their their uh, their vision and their goals.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Lee, for summarizing that, well, it's leadership is a lifelong journey. And to be a leader, we need to be a lifelong learner. And that's exactly what you have just talked about, that continuously learn so that Mm -hmm. you get more awareness, you are clear about your goals. And at In spite of all this, don't forget the people and keep connecting with it and try to bring in the servant leadership, which is not only about self-development, but actually empowering other people in their leadership journey. Because if you help people get what they want, they will help you get what you want, just like what Zig Zagner has said. And with that, I would like to thank Dr. Lee for joining us all the way from California for Leadership Talks for Emerging Leaders. I uh, wish to thank all my viewers for joining us today. This is your host, Kiran, signing off till we meet next week on Leadership Talks for Emerging Leaders. Keep following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thank you and have a lovely day.
1: Thank you so much, Karen. Same to you.
0: Thank you.